So hello and welcome to College Sheets Podcast, episode 88. We're already 88 episodes on in on this thing, heading towards those triple digits. And as always, I'm your host, Al, and joining me are the regulars. Hey. Here. Aaron's here. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? How's it Nate, going? Nate's not here. Not yet, anyway. If he's not, it's fine. Um. So yeah, happy election day, everybody. We're not talking about politics. Fuck politics. This is not. If you mm-hmm. want, to, if you want to hear about politics, you can go and listen to somebody else. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. It's too bad Nate's not here because. So, apparently, so some Super Smash Brothers news. They had an event uh, in Japan, I think, last week. And like they didn't like they just like it was a bunch of people like you know showing off the game and stuff like that and yada yada yada, um, and apparently all the alternate colors got revealed. Did you hear about that, Aaron? No, I did not. Um, I did not. well, most of now. them anyway. I, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen Ken's yet. Um, I don't think, but I see, I'm like most of everybody, but. There's a there's a specific reason why I wish Nate was here, Aaron. Oh, oh, lay it on me, come on. Because Incineroar's colors, alternate colors, got revealed. He's got he, he you know his default red and black, his shiny white and red, um, a blue and black color scheme. Literally, I'm not gonna say your color scheme because I like that color scheme too. Yeah. But there is literally a big the cat color. <laughs> I am going to choose that color and troll Nate whenever possible. <laughs> whenever we play, I'm going to pick Incineroar and do nothing but big the cat voiceovers now while I'm if, fighting him. Now, if only he had Isabelle's side B attack. The fishing pole. Mm. So Big the Cat. Pseudo Big the Cat is in Smash. Wow. But yeah, I was like, has um have you guys watched any of the, the treehouse footage? Uh yeah. no. Uh the only thing I seen was like the direct and then I uh skipped out on the treehouse footage when so we I, started doing the I was basically I was you know like I didn't watch I didn't sit there and watch like the whole thing. But I was kind of skimming through it, and like they were playing like Isabel and Daisy and stuff. Um, obviously, like Daisy's final smash, as you can expect, is basically just peaches, except oh. instead of giant peaches, it's daisies. And yeah, uh, um, I'm gonna link it the uh, link up here. It's looks like Wikipedia already has most of the colors. Posted. The Smash Wiki. Yeah. Yeah. So if you scroll down to Incineroar, you will see the big the cat color. It's pretty, yo. It's pretty nice. But, yeah, it doesn't look like uh, Fizure Suit Samus. It looks like a lot of the colors are still there from the yeah. Like old game. most of the co- most good. of the colors are the same ones. Mm-hmm. So Young Link has a dark. Of course, Link you would color. link the Wolf page. Oh, it. Linked. Oh, it starts off on the. I just, <laughs> on I just see, right I just there. see, I just see Wolf in the. Um, actually, I think Wolf got a few more colors than he did in. Uh, well, yeah, because in Brawl, what, what, how many character, how many colors did each character have, Joe? In Brawl, uh, was four, six, was it six. Okay. Yeah. So he has what two extra? Yeah. Three, three. Yep. 
So I won't I won't harp on the big the cat color too much just because Nate's not here, for good reason probably. Yeah, he might pop in later. But... I have a feeling he won't just because I mentioned the big the cat color. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Snake looks awesome. Snake has a uh, yeah, leopard print. Yeah, he's got the leopard print. Yep. Didn't he have that in brawl? Yep. I the new one is the black one, and I think like one of the other camos. So, okay, so I, I think that's it, pretty much it for Smash news, but we'll, we can all come back to that because obviously we love Smash, so we can always talk about that. So BlizzCon happened. BlizzCon happened this past weekend, and some stuff got announced. And one of the things, like, Aaron, did you hear about that Diablo Immortal thing? Oh, uh, you mean the mobile yeah. game? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I heard about it. So yeah, Everybody was booing. Yeah. So, like, what, like, Joe, what do you think about it? Do you think, like, the booing was justified, or do you think people are just overreacting? I don't know, because I, I haven't really seen the reveal or anything on it. I mean, I like some mobile games, so it's probably going to be okay. But, like, I don't know. Everybody was expecting a Diablo 4 or something they could actually play. Yeah. Me, personally, I feel that um, when it comes down to it, I don't really care for a lot of mobile games. Uh, If you're going to give me a mobile game, I'd rather have it be on a Vita or a 3DS or something like that. I don't feel like taking up uh, space on my phone just to play a mobile game or something that should be on a console. Yes, they do have a white gee for Ken. Excellent. Okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. No, that's okay. That's okay. For the colors. Um. But yeah, but that's just my opinion. I was gonna ask, uh, put in the Slack if you guys wanted to talk about the topic of, um, do you think uh, mobile gaming uh, is gonna phase out like uh, handheld? Console? Oh no. We can. We I, like in my opinion. No. It's like mobile. Mobile gaming is a huge market right now. But do like do I ever think it'll like phase out like consoles? No, it won't. No. There's no. There's no chance. Like, if, if, and it's a big if, if it was to phase out consoles, it would never beat out PC. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't, like, it was, there's no way. No way. Because I feel like... Um, I'm talking about in terms of, like, handhelds, mobile to mobile, like, uh, a mobile game versus, like, a game on, the, like, the 3DS or the Vita or something like that. Nah, I, st- I, I still don't think that, no. Nah. Because, like, um, I mean, eventually Nintendo will come out with another handheld and stuff. And yeah, it's it's mostly because, like, mobile gaming, like, gaming on a mobile is a side thing, as to where gaming on a handheld is its primary focus. So they're yeah. always going to be better. It's a very, I feel like it's a very niche audience. Yeah. Because, like, everybody has a phone. And so, like, you'll see, like, you know, like, you could go to, like, you know, like, like, we, like, me and Joe have gone to the grocery store before, right? And like we've seen like some you know small child playing Minecraft on his mom's phone, mm. you know it's like it's like that where it's like or like you know you see somebody's you know somebody's aunt or grandma playing Candy Crush somewhere I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just it's a topic that came up to my mind because if they added like say if they had like the new 3ds 
or whatever they call it at the time is going to come out and it's just like oh you can have cellular service with it then that's pretty much like a cell phone game uh, they, cell phone slash 3ds at the same time they, you know but I mean? like i mean I'm, be like, a much greater audience that you can pull in it's like it's like how joe said though i feel like um mobile game has is like a side thing while a game like a con a handheld console is its main focus yeah. And on top of that, like, I'm not, like, you know, going back a ways, because obviously technology has improved. Um, they tried, they tried having a gaming console that could also be a phone. They had the N-Gage. Yeah. Remember that? The taco yeah, phone? Yeah, I remember that. And it was awful. I'm just saying, like, you know, that, like, obviously technology's improved, because obviously, you know, a lot of us remember the Virtual Boy. I had one of those fuckers. And it was uh, bad, gave me headaches. Mm. But you know, obviously, VR now is like, oh, it's a very popular thing to not touch anime girls. <laughs> Don't be creepy. Yeah. But yeah. So the Diablo thing, I understand why people why people boot it, but I feel like, um. I do feel like part of it was like unjustified because it's like, because gamers and we're, we're guilty of this too. Gamers can be very demanding. Yes. You know, like for, for example, um, you know, the smash direct, you know, that just happened and they revealed piranha plant Mm -hmm. and every, all of a sudden everybody like to us, I mean like, yeah, piranha plant is a weird choice. But we're not going to be like, boo, Piranha Plant. Right. Because it's like, yo, we already have our characters. Like, everything else that they've added is just toppings. Like, yeah. we have our ice cream, and now it's just giving us toppings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to uh, play Piranha Plant. Yeah, It'd be kind of like a fun, wacky character. It's like, oh, it's the Piranha Plant. Yeah. Because it's expecting like, stuff. It's like, it's one of those things where it's like, how is this going to work? And then we saw when it was real. Like, okay, it's got this. It's got this. It's like, okay, they made it work. It's the same exact thing when Duck Hunt was revealed. It's like, what the exactly. hell are they going to do? Exactly. But, you know, it's like you just see all these people who are just so salty about it. And it's just like, y'all need to take it, a, take it back a step. Just a little bit. Okay? It's not a personal attack. Though I kind of wish it was. Mm. I Like, we, me and Joe talked about this, how... Um, Aaron, have you ever seen? Did you see that video clip, like where like somebody like translated Sakurai like completely wrong? Like they he they, they had him saying like like oh so you decided to leak my work, so you know what? I had like a whole bunch of newcomers plan, but I'm yanking them all and giving you Piranha Plant. <laughs> and then at the end, it said "fuck you." Yeah, I'm and like the, the Smash reveal swing thing. Yeah, and it was great. And I'm like, man, I wish that was real. This <laughs> is like. My only thing about Piranha Plant is I'm curious to see how his movements are going to be, like his running speed and stuff like that. Is he just going to hop along and he's got look, like he's know. got like little feet? Yeah. yeah. Well, they they showed how he moves in the trailer. Oh, I yeah. must miss that because I was just like, I think I must have been my mind must have frozen. Up. Yeah, you must have been overcome with shock. Yeah. Oh my god, my dreams came true. Piranha Plant is a smash. My life is complete. You know, it'd be funny if I actually started playing him and I started maining him. I mean, yo, I, I'm, it, 
it's inevitable that somebody is going to become godlike with Piranha Plant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody's going to do it. Like, yo, for all we know, yo, we could, like, not that we should really pay much attention to tier lists, but it's like, yo, let's say it's March of 2019, right? Ultimate's out of for a few months, all right? And then also we look at that Event Hub's tier list, and Piranha Plant is, like, top five. It could happen. It could. I still feel like Bayonetta and Cloud are still going to be in the top five. Yo, that Piranha Plant could be the Bayo killer. We don't know yeah. that. I mean, yeah, because like we we've already heard that Cloud is definitely Cloud and Bayo are definitely not as good as they were in Smash Four. Yeah. Oh, they're not. Okay. Yeah, they're still they're good, but they're, you know, yeah, they're still good. They're just not like as broken. Like they're like mitigated and somewhat more balanced, I guess. Yeah, yeah like, with uh, Cloud's uh, limit breaks, you have to use them in within what, like, fifteen seconds. Fifteen so seconds, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And the biggest problem with Cloud was his hitboxes. Yep. They were all absurd. So. And the reach of his uh, Buster Blade. Yeah, that direct relation to the hitboxes. So, on a random note, but also related to Smash. So, I was on Twitter last night, and I saw a tweet, and I, like, literally when I saw it, and I read it, and I I, I just facepalmed, because apparently, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is being criticized for being racist racist how because one of mr game and watches animations turns him into like what he looked like in one i think the fire game where it makes him look like a little indian right okay that's and people are just saying it's racist and i'm like i was literally for fuck's sake y'all need to calm down they really do it's like you are just you are going over every, the entire world with a fine tooth comb, and I'm like, this is oh my oh my god! It's like, why are you injecting something that's some some kind of topical social dysfunction such as racism into a game that's not supposed to be taken seriously? Because that's what everybody does now. Yes. It's like some people make it their their goal in life to shit on everything everyone loves. Exactly. Like, like to, for example, Mario Odyssey, right? You know how Mario has that little that outfit that has the poncho and the sombrero? Mm-hmm. Yep. Somebody found it racist. Somebody found his nipples offensive. Yeah. And I'm just like... It's not like his tiny little nipples went to France. They're saying that like his nipples had more pixels than the ape, the the original Mario spray from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> That's probably true. And I'm like, well, yeah, because the original Mario spray was like eight pixels. What? Was that seriously a complaint? What the the nipple? Yeah, with the pixel uh, quantity on the nipples, was that seriously? A yeah, because they're like those nipples are really detailed. They shouldn't be. It's like, you know. Anyway, so yeah. So, like I, I saw the tweet, and, and initially I'm like, "Oh, somebody just found him, Mr. Game and Watch, racist because he's black." <laughs> but no, then I'm like, "He's been black. He's always been black." <laughs> Mr. Game and Watch is from the hood, y'all. He grew up in them projects. Yeah. But then I read the article. Maybe, and then, maybe we could, uh, we should get Megan Kelly up here to talk about Mr. Game and Watch. 
Heck no. That'd be some real controversy. But I'm going to leave that one alone. That's all I'm going to say about that one. College Cheese Podcast is not associated with Fox News. (laughs) But anyway, I digress. So yeah, but then I read the article and they're like, yeah, he's racist because it's like, oh, it's a stereotypical portrayal of Native Americans. I'm like, it's Mr. Game & Watch. Yeah. He's been like that if he if that character has been created and centered around that gimmick since its origin of birth and nobody has said some, anything about it since then then it's I don't think it's supposed to be racist. Like honestly I think it's great that they made they gave Mr. Game Watch all like you know like they made him look like he did in his original games and stuff. Mm. Like they added the more that detail to him. I think that's great. And yeah. Also, speaking of Mr. Gamewatch, apparently his uh, down B reflects projectiles now. Oh wow! If the bucket's not full, huh. so it act- so it actually gives uh, the bucket some use. If it oh. can't, if the bucket can't pick up the projectile, mm-hmm. say like Link's arrow or something, then it'll reflect it. Oh, okay, sure. okay. So the, if the bucket can't add it to its uh, concoction, yeah. If it- the bucket can't. You know, yeah. So it absorbs energy, but reflects physical. Exactly. Huh. Okay. And also, his uh, back air is different because they gave him like a uh, like a cannonball or something instead of the turtle anymore. Yeah. No forward air, forward air, not back air. Forward. Uh, So he doesn't. There's the box. Yeah. So he doesn't have the box, or as Event Hub put it, the credit card. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I guess it kind of does look like a credit card. Um, but yeah, so yeah, they gave him a new. So I'm like, okay, cool, Mr. Game and Watch getting a little, uh, little love here. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Sure. I rated a nine out of ten. The first, the first lady of video games, Mr. Game and Watch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Still rated a nine out of ten. Uh, let's see. So yeah, anyway, back to uh, Blizzard talk for a second. So, a lot of Overwatch stuff got announced. Of course. So, we're getting Overwatch Lego sets for anyone who likes Legos. Legos are cool. Yep. The um, become me. Um, um, the Lucio O's cereal. That's a thing. Yep. So, it can taste. So, your cereal can taste like speed, not the drug. <laughs> speed and healing and music. No, you can drop the balanced breakfast. And Brazilian funk. <laughs> anyway. So you can drop the beat in your mouth. You know. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway. So then, um, so they came. Nerf guns. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. Nerf guns. Nerf yeah. guns are cool. Which the only one I've seen was McCree's. Yep, I can see a whole bunch of uh, kids outside playing like live action Overwatch, and they're still complaining about Mercy's healing. <laughs> <laughs> like you see one green healing I, beam is just a hose. Yeah, you can see like one kid. They're like playing in the backyard, and then you can see one kid with a mer- like a little girl with a Mercy staff hiding behind the house. Yeah, just, just hiding behind. Just a roadhog or something like that. 
And y'all yeah. playing it's like Murphy, stop hiding behind the house. Yeah, just give me like a nerf Reinhardt hammer. You can't revive him here on cooldown. <laughs> There's like one kid just like sitting on the steps as a nerdy kid, like doing on the math on the cooldowns with the stopwatch. And then one kid, like one kid, tries to like you know like climbs up on the roof and then like tries to activate freaking Valkyrie and jumps off, tries to fly and. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Nice. <laughs> so anyway, um, so they debuted a new animated short based on Mr. McCree called Reunion. Yeah, and it was pretty good. It was good. Pretty good. Yeah, I like more than the Diva short. Yeah. He cut open a little, you know, he sliced a little bit of his apple pie because he's a true American. Yep. Yeah, the amount of work they put into that apple pie is absurd. Yeah. It's like, it's like, listen, you're not going to get like a story campaign thing, but like, listen, the apple pie is going to be immaculately detailed. Yeah, yeah the apple pie was real. I was like, looking at it, I was like, damn, what can I get a piece of that? Like, Jesus. But yeah, also, so a new character was also revealed. Yep. Yes, Ash from League of Legends. Yeah. <laughs> Ice arrows and all. <laughs> so Joe, you like you know, you told me that you uh you tried her in the, the PTR. Yep. Your, your thoughts? She's a lot of fun. Like I like her a lot. I I feel like she's going to be very strong very early on. Um, her gun is fairly powerful. It's better when you aim down sights, of course, but it's a little slower. Like firing from the hip, you can fire it really fast and it holds twelve rounds. But you have to reload each individually, which is one of her big drawbacks. So the reload times are ridiculous when you're firing a lot. The dynamite's great. You can throw it really, really far, like surprisingly far. So you might not want to aim as far up when you throw it. And then the explosion deals damage and then sets them on fire, which does damage over time, which is very minuscule, but it's there. So, all right. And then the uh, the shotgun knockback is good as a mobility and for getting people off of you and getting you away from them. So she's kind of like... An assault widow. Yeah, I was about to say that from mm-hmm. the gameplay I saw of her. Um, now, did you say her dynamite sets people on fire? Yes. Too. So it's like Molotov cocktail dynamite. Well, yes, for the most part. I mean, it, it doesn't set an area on fire; it just sets people on fire. Oh, when it explodes, gotcha. And it's like the hero in a while where, like. Her skins are actually good all around. Like her first two legendary skins are pretty good. I saw a uh, a gift set on Tumblr of one of them. What was it, Gangster? I think. Yep. There's Gangster, yeah. Mobster, and then Jungle and Safari. Okay. Which one was like was the Gangster one you the one you really liked, Joe? No. Uh, well, kind of. I mean, the one I like the most is Thorn, which is uh, okay. a rare version of her of her default, which is decked out in metallic pink. Okay. With roses. But. Yeah, I'll have to 
because obviously I um I updated some drivers in my computer, so I'm gonna see. I should try uh, installing Overwatch again, see if it'll run it without blue screening my computer. Yeah, we gotta figure out why that keeps happening. I don't know, cause like I've gotten like freaking three different error error messages. Like one was because of the microphone, but people have had that with freaking blue snowball mics. Yeah. Uh, and then another one was because Overwatch, and then the one uh, that just happened I solved because uh the Pokemon randomizer thing, but I got that working. So, um, with all your drivers updated, you should be good for a while. Hopefully. Uh, let's see. I think Ash looks pretty good too. Like aesthetically, like the face looks pretty, like really, really good. She has that very, um, um, femme fatale, icy type look to her. Yeah. My only real issue with her is I, as much as I like Jennifer Hale, I wish I could stop hearing her voice so much. Yo, Sarah Palmer, Femme Shep. She's a good voice. I just, I hear it too much. Yeah. So, yeah. why couldn't it be? Yeah. Uh, uh, Troy Baker. Betty White. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> that would have been fucking amazing. That would have been great. <laughs> I don't random know. I just I just thought is you know who they should have gotten to voice Hammond? Uh Gilbert Gottfried. Exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine if Gilbert Gottfried voiced freaking Hammond? <laughs> like the hamster or the wrecking ball, because the, the actual mech is the one that that talks. The hamster just makes hamster noises. Oh, you just have Gilbert Gottfried make hamster noises then. <laughs> I, I I'm curious how that would sound. You have you have Gilbert Goffrey make hamster noises and Danny DeVito voice the mech. Uh, I thought you were going to say and Danny DeVito do the hamster dance. That too. <laughs> or have the mech be sh- look look like Danny DeVito. Because who wouldn't want like a giant Danny DeVito head? I mean, he's small and round. You who can... wouldn't want a giant Danny DeVito head just freaking grappling, hooking everywhere and just swinging around the stage? That would be the best. That's why Overwatch needs mod support. Oh gosh! Wow, she quite literally, literally is everywhere. I'm looking through some of the stuff that uh, she did the voices of. Yeah, she's she's pretty prominent. She's a very common voice in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So, so did you did you watch that Catherine Full Body trailer, Aaron? Yeah, I watched it. What did you think of it? I think it's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. I like it. I still don't know how the Persona character, Persona Five characters, are in this, but hey, you know. Yeah, that's not thing. It's like because I know it'll get explained. Yeah, because like, have they stated if the if the Persona Five characters are actually in the story, or are they just like, oh, extra characters you can use in the friggin' like multiplayer mode? I mean, it'd be, it'd be interesting if they incorporate the Persona Five characters into the story somehow. Mm-hmm. That'd be hey, Catherine's gonna have multiplayer. Yeah, like it's gonna have at least like two. I think it's gonna have online like two player where you compete like climbing the blocks because that was that's what they had in the uh, the the original version. Yeah, that's right. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it was it was like it was really bare bones, but yeah. Mm. And then you know there's the th- the three Catherines and stuff, and hopefully they bring back uh, the same women to voice them in English. Yeah, because... isn't there supposed to be a fourth Catherine now? Yeah, third one because there's uh 
Blonde oh. Catherine, girlfriend Catherine, and then Rin, the pink oh. haired, the short pink haired one. Yeah, one of the Catherines is voiced by uh, the same chick that does Rookie's name, Michelle Ruff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, girlfriend Catherine, and then other cat, and then blonde Catherine is voiced by Laura Bailey. Yep. Yep. So like, I wasn't like. Third Catherine's voiced by Jennifer Hill. Oh God. <laughs> no, the third Catherine is voiced by Travis Willingham. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, like, unsurprisingly, Travis Willingham does voice Guile as the assist trophy. So no surprise there. That's sick. So I was talking to a friend of mine because you know they watched the, the direct and they saw the guy else's trophies. Like, so like, that 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 one's dumb. It's like, so does he just he just stays crouched? I'm like, well, yeah. Well, yep. You jump at him. It's like that, but that's guile. It's yep. like I was I was like that day I was starting to think like all the fucking combos we could do with that. It's like oh, I just fucking back throw into guile. He flash kicks and oh, and then you nail him with you nail your the opponent with Shinryuken. Yeah, that's sick. Um, but yeah, it's like, yo, it's like for anyone who, anyone who listens to this, if you don't like super smash brothers, you might as well stop listening because <laughs> it's getting really close. Mm-hmm. It, it is getting really close. So we're going to be talking about this game a lot. Yeah. yeah. I like, have it marked down on every Friday to say, oh yeah, put a little money aside so you can have everything set in order for that Friday. And it's like, for anyone who listens listens to this and they're like, they've talked about Smash so much, what is left to talk about? Like, trust us, we can find something. Yeah, we can find something about Smash. Like that, and we're going to be talking about it like post-release because we're going to be talking about all our matches. All our matches and like the story mode and like, oh, I got, I like, they had this as a spirit in the game and all this because like that's like that's actually one thing I'm most I'm most excited about because it's like with all these spirits and it's like you know like we could find it's like, oh man, uh, who's like a fucking Undyne is in there? I don't know. (laughs) That'd be interesting. Or. Freaking Ryu Hayabusa, <laughs> or and yeah, meaning like yo OG Ninja Gaiden, Ninja know. Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden, yeah, chode. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you know, yeah. you you really just busted out and said they added Ryu Hayabusa in that game. God, as a spirit, yo, it could happen because oh. I'll say it, OG Ninja Gaiden was on the NES. Yeah, we could and get they- for. As a playable character in the game, that's another. We, it's like, of. yo, we could get like, oh, yeah, they could have some football players from Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> they could. We could have freaking strong, the strong bads from tag team wrestling on NES. Yo, we could have fucking Tecmo Bowl's New England Patriots, and their power can be deflate the football for you. Welcome to College Cheese Hockey Talk. <laughs> Anyway, but yeah, it's like I mean, like the whole spirits things. I mean, like some people think it's dumb. I'm like, I mean, like it's it's weird. I'm sure it, it'll take some getting used to. But it's like unlocking those spirits. That's gonna be fun, I think, because like, oh shit, there's this person, there's this character. Because it's like it's a whole universe thing. Yeah. But and you know, for like all the people that all these tweets I see from people, it's like, oh, like yo, this character was deconfirmed. No, this character's not. It's like, yo. There's still hope, okay? Yeah. Who wants Shantae? 
people who want Gino, there's still hope. Yep. The power of positivity brought to you by the College Cheese Podcast. <laughs> I mean, and it's like, it's, I don't know. Who knows? They could add freaking Ryu Hayabusa based on his OG Ninja Gaiden appearance. Hopefully not, Aaron, because you have enough characters as it is. Yeah, I have mm -hmm. enough. That's true. I do have to admit I have enough because I have Wolf. I technically have Fox, but I probably should count those as one person. Um, I have Sonic. Um, I have Green Ninja. I have Greninja. You have I one have, ninja. You don't need another one. Yeah. And I have Cloud. Yep. And I have Zero Suit. So yep. yeah. that's five characters. I don't think I need to branch out any more than that. I have like 11 or 12, maybe more, depending on how far back you go. No, it's like, I mean, I should have mentioned this on the, the breakout show the other day, but it's like, you notice how like the... How uh like the same move is like shared amongst like three characters because uh Donkey Kong's final smash, Max Final Smash, and the uh, the Spring Man assist trophy basically all do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. So I noticed that you linked the uh the this tangled trailer from Kingdom Hearts 3, Aaron. Yeah. And it's like I love how uh Squeenix releases this trailer, and then a lot of people are mad because they're like, listen. Stop revealing things. Weren't <laughs> you the same people like who a few months ago? They're like, "Yo, we want to see more on this game." Yeah. See, people, that comes down to how fickle people are. I mean, if you don't show enough, people get skeptical, don't want to buy the game. You show enough, and then people start making assumptions about the story, and then you know stuff gets spoiled and and whatnot. Yeah. But if you've been playing like the whole series, like I went through the whole series not too long ago when I, my computer was down, then you can kind of guess where the story's ultimately going to lead to. Yeah. Or if you're show enough, then you're a rapper who I don't know. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I wanted to know where this was going to. Solid B plus for effort. <laughs> um, you know, seriously, I was about to pull out my phone and hit up MapQuest to figure out where it was. on Google Maps. It's like, you'll freaking go on Foursquare or something. I've checked in here. This is where we are. There is show enough. Um, but also on a random note, so I, I was on YouTube earlier, okay, and I saw a video posted by the Game Grumps, and it was just basically, um, it was a video from Aaron, and he was like, so... It was like it was just it was called like a message about ghoul grumps. I'm like, yeah. what happened? Did you see? It? Did you watch it, Joe? I watched a uh, part of it. It was like what happened was. Um, First of all, let me just say that shit was kind of hard to watch to yeah. me because like freaking Aaron was like really upset. It seemed I'm like yeah, really and really serious. It was like what happened was um, like every 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 year, Game Grumps does like holiday themed episodes and. On Halloween, they do Ghoul Grumps, where yep. they play scary games, yep. and like it started getting deep into into October, and there was still no Ghoul Grumps, and people were getting upset and like wondering where it was. It's kind of like how the best friends do uh, Shitstorm. Yep. yep. And like, uh, from what I remember, the video saying, like, I think Aaron was just going through some like some like personal things and he didn't feel like ghoul grumps would be missed that much. And he wasn't expecting the huge backlash that it got because there was none. And like, 
I mean, part of me wants to feel bad for him, but at the same time, it's his own fault. Because, you know, like he put like a lot of projects on his back and. Yeah. And he's got 4.8, almost 5 million subs. It's like, if you think 5 million people aren't going to want to see probably their favorite series in the year, then there's something wrong with you. People love watching scary uh, people play scary games. It's like it's how Mark Markiplier got a start. It's how PewDiePie got a start. It's how Jack got a start. It's it's people love watching people scream at things. Yeah, I mean look like look at freaking Jesse Cox and Scary Game Squad. Yeah. Um, yeah, because like they, how like because it they've done Ghoul Grumps what for the past like what three four years something like that ever since Danny's been around. So 2013, so about five years. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's like it's one. It, I, I can I can see that. Um. So I can I can see it from you know what, like what you said and how like he put a lot of stuff on his back. So if they had, if they had just done it like one year, then it's like okay. But it's like it's like if they had done it for like the past like four or five years, I'm like all right, you know. Yeah. You know, it's a bad thing to assume things. So yeah. I mean, and like you said, it's like they have like millions of subscribers yeah yeah but at the same time if he didn't want to do it or he was going to do some personal stuff like that then at least if he wasn't going to do it he should have said something ahead of time so people yeah, would, yeah could have said, yeah. Gave, like gave them some warning because like otherwise it's like joe said it's like you know it's getting through october it's getting towards the end of the month and all of a sudden it's like there's still no no google grumps stuff I mean, like that they at least did one episode okay which I actually forgot what it was specifically. It's kind of like, I mean, this, this is like a bad, like this might be a, a weird uh, comparison, but it's kind of like this, right? Remember how we were doing our wrestling rumble last year, Joe, right? And how the number, it was getting up there and Aaron, meaning that Aaron right there, mm-hmm. hadn't entered the rumble yet. And it's like, we were getting nervous. It's like, why isn't he out yet? You know? (laughs) But yeah. So yeah. I mean, like, so it's like, you could see it from, like, from either point of view. And it's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, it's something that they've done for the past several years. So it's like, it was bad to assume that nobody would just not care that they didn't do it. Mm -hmm. Especially when you have such a huge sub sub count. Exactly. It's like, you know, because... I'd easily game grumps is, you know, let's play royalty pretty much on YouTube. Yep. Top five, I'd say maybe even top three. Mm, yeah. Um, but yeah. So I, on a, um, on another note, I figured I, I, I held on, held off on this because I figured this is something that Joe could go off on a tangent about for a, a few minutes. Joe, you finally got red dead. I did. And it's incredible. PC? No. The, uh, I don't have no idea when the PC release is coming. It's, oh, yeah. it's, it's rumored for 2019. Mm. But, you know. Anyway. But yeah. Fucking Red Dead 2. Oh my god. I I love the game so much. Like, it's it starts off, like, fairly slow. Because, like, the prologue slash tutorial, whatever you want to call it, like takes you through like the blizzard ridden mountains. You're getting away from Blackwater and the Pinkertons, which is the, the bureau, the government. 
and you like you go through there it took me like three hours to get through that prologue area to get to the main area where you can actually free roam and do stuff and i'm i'm constantly overwhelmed by the stuff i can i have the ability to do like i can go hunt i can bounty hunt i can fucking do missions i can go fishing just i can do whatever the hell i want and i don't know what to do half the time because there's too much it's like you can you can walk up to people you can greet them you can antagonize them you can rob them you can pretty much at any time just chew and get robbed yeah yeah that's 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 another thing like i've found out very harshly the fact that you are always in danger by just anybody just like a random highwayman or any number of the gangs that are in the area or just any of that and you can choose to to do things like lawfully and be a good guy or you can just straight up rob people at any time like you can rob any of the stores you can rob people on the street you can take their horses take their carriages and go sell them to a fence you can rob trains after you get to that point um, I'm not sure if you can you you might be able to start robbing the banks after you get to that point um, and there's like houses you can go into you can start breaking into people's houses stealing all their stuff um, it's, oh, it's, just, it's a lot it's so much but in a good way yes in a very good way this game is massive oh what else was there Better than the first one? Oh god, yeah. Like I love the first one to death. That's like one of my top five favorite games of all time. Same. And like so far, this game is shaping up to be better. Like I, I haven't gone through it all, all of it yet because it's it's huge. Um, we just moved camp for the first time. I'm in chapter three. I have no idea how many chapters there are, but the story is getting getting pretty up there. I appreciate Dutch because I appreciate like organized crime and how it works yep they don't consider themselves the bad guys they're just a group of people who are surviving in any way possible which includes robbing and doing stuff like that but uh yeah the game is incredible if you haven't go play it if you have a ps4 so well, it's like is it could it be like could it is it yeah oh, what am i trying to say here is it like a nether realm thing where it's like they come out with a game and then the next one they come out with is better and like stuff like that, because it's like take like Red Dead one, Red Dead Redemption one, and then they released GTA five, and then and like you know GTA five, yeah, as good as it was, yeah, just the the whole thing of just learning from your past experiences and just improving on everything you have. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's the good a good way to put it. Because I mean, I've talked to Eric a little bit about it, and Eric like he thinks it's incredible because he was telling me he's like he's like. Cause obviously, like that game was announced, and it's like I know, like listen, I know it's gonna be good because it's Rockstar. Rockstar yeah. comes out with really good stuff. Yeah, they are fucking. They are like you can peg certain companies as like the gods of this type of game, like like Platinum. Platinum are gods of character action games. Yep. Um. Uh. Bethesda are gods of half a game. Yep. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yo, we rag on him for that, but I'm like, yo, if you want us to stop ragging on you, then pr- you know, don't do that. 
Then stop putting out bug-ridden, glitchy pieces of shit. That Which I'll get to another thing in a, about them in a minute, but yeah. Yeah. And, like, Rockstar are fantastic at doing single-player experiences. They, Open world sandbox. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, like Bully, like GTA, like Red Dead. L.A. Noir. L.A. Noir. Like, they're good at making story-driven, single-player, free-roam experiences. They just haven't nailed down the multiplayer aspect yet. Or the greatest open world single player game, Rockstar Table Tennis. <laughs> yeah. That's anyway. Mm. Um, but a thing about Bethesda, because I was talk I was uh, I was on Facebook last night and a friend of mine, cause she she said that what she was wondering if she should keep her pre order on Fallout seventy six there, or should she just get Red Dead Two instead? Yeah, because that's coming out the 14th was, what, next Wednesday? Something like that, yeah. Mm. Um, that's coming out on a Wednesday. But... She was saying that, like, the more stuff she's finding out, hearing about Fallout 76, it just seems less and less interesting. And then I read an article, I should have linked it in the Slack, or I, thought, I think it was a tweet, where apparently Fallout 76, like, all their stuff is, like, their code is, like, unencrypted so like basically it's like it's you could just type in like kill and it'll kill a player or something stupid like that well yeah i mean uh that that console command is like typical in source games and the source engine yeah like the i don't know like their source code isn't very good or, or something like that yeah it was just something really weird sounding and i was like well, well i mean i mean that's the beta because like the beta's been out for a while i suppose so maybe but I mean, but then again, it's like, I mean, I don't think any of us are really big on Fallout anyway. Yeah. So, like, if somebody came up to me and said, hey, we'll give you either Fallout 76 for free or Red Dead Redemption 2 for free, I'm like, ten <laughs> times, 15 times out of 10, I will say Red Dead. There is no contest. Not no contest. Like, And I have crashed my horse into... A variety of things, a lot of times. A good variety of times. That's my horse. <laughs> That's my horse. Fucking nice. Great joke. I miss that in But yeah, I've crashed it into other people riding horses. I've crashed it into trees. Trees more often than not. Uh, some rocks. And I was showing, I was streaming it on Twitch because it's the only way that Sam could watch them because she's the one that bought it for me, so she wanted to watch me play it. So I streamed it, so I got to clip all the all the good times where I ate shit with my horse. And yeah, they're all up on my Twitch channel if anybody wants to see them. Twitch.tv forward slash Viper the Samurai. Yep. You have to cut those clips and make a video. Just have that's my just, like mon- just a crash montage of <laughs> the montage family. will be like a minute and a half long. Like <laughs> one of the like you, you linked me, you t- you uh tagged me in a tweet the other day. Where it was like I mean I've seen a lot of really good clips from Red Dead. Mm. Um, w- like one was the one you linked me where it's like the dude basically RKO'd his horse. <laughs> It's which, the best. Which was the funny thing was the funny thing was when I watched that clip, I I didn't have the sound on, so I didn't hear like the Michael Cole commentary on. Oh, okay. It. So it's like I, like that's why I like, and then I watched it back. I'm like, oh, there is actually is commentary. So okay, that's funny. Yeah. Um, 
and then the other another favorite of mine was um well there's two more one was like when the dude was went in the the cinematic camera (laughs) and then just freaking ate shit like tumble his horse tumbled over a rock or something and he went flying yep it's like he turned on the cinematic camera and it's it it as soon as it popped out there to show like his horse hit a rock and he flipped over it it was great amazing and then another one being this dude somebody like went to like get on their horse or something and accidentally punched it and then in just one fluent motion the horse just turned around and just freaking roundhouse kicked him yeah and then another one i saw there was um somebody was in a cutscene in a story cutscene and they were watching a train leave and as the caboose was pulling up they were stuck underneath the caboose and it was dragging along it was ragdoll flopping around exploding wood everywhere it was the best so also Speak while we're on the topic of Red Dead. So I was on the Red Dead wiki, just looking up stuff from what I was very careful not to look up anything about, to, not to read anything about Red Dead Two because I, I definitely plan on playing it at some point. So I was reading the di- uh, the dialogue from the 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 last mission in Red Dead One, the one where you play as Jack and you kill Edgar Ross, all that stuff. And so I like. I will go on record in saying this because I read the dialogue that you exchange when talking when talking to his wife. Mm. And it's like, okay, maybe she wasn't as rude as I thought. <laughs> I mean, you see? It's like I rag on you for this all the time. Cause it's like, from what I remember, she was she was Twatomatic 5000. <laughs> it's a great name. But then I go back on the Red Dead wiki and I, oh, that's what she said. Okay, maybe she's not as bad. But... Guilty by association. I stand by what I did. <laughs> uh huh. You didn't have to shoot the lantern and set her on fire and then reload it and then hogtie her and nudge her into the river face down. I mean, she could have kept rolling and kept her face out of the water. I'm just saying. She's not that old. <laughs> but yeah red dead 2 it's a fantastic game if you have the ability play it a game seemingly well worth uh the 60 dollar price tag let's see oh on a random note uh aaron you have destiny 2 right mm-hmm. okay just checking. I haven't played it yet. Because, yeah, de- for those of you, well, it's probably done now. But, yeah, Destiny 2 was free as a gift from, from Blizzard. It ends on the 18th or something like that. Okay, so cool. So if you're listening to this right now or within the next couple days, uh, log into your battle.net account and go to your gifts, and there will be a, co- a copy of uh, the base game for Destiny 2. Yep, for free. For free. So that's pretty nice. I claimed mine, so it's a really fun game. It has great gunplay. It feels just like Halo, if not a little better. Yeah, I was just thinking to myself, I wish they would make like a updated gener- um version of uh, Rock and Roll Racing, like a modern version of it. That's a that's a title I haven't heard of heard from in a while. Yeah, that was that's a Blizzard title too. Back on the on the Genesis, I love that game so much. 
Yo, what about Lemmings? No, that was yeah, really Rock and Roll Racing was on the SNES. Mm, are you sure we're talking about the same thing? Rock and Roll Racing? Hold on. Yeah, that I, of course I remember. It's like one of my favorite games growing up. Mm-hmm. You played that. Oh, it was on the SNES. I thought it was on Sega. Was it on both? Um, maybe. Oh, uh, I'm looking it up. I am. I am too. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was on. It was on both. Okay. See. Uh, Super NES, Mega Drive, Genesis, Game Boy Advance. Advance. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So I played the Genesis version. Mm. I love the fuck out of that game. That game was so good. Yeah. I forget which boss gave us the most trouble, during when we co-op play that. Um, usually it was Slice or Slice was the Mecha dude, right? Uh, no, Slice was the um was the Eskimo in the hovercraft. Oh yeah. And Grinder was the second boss. There was Rip and Shred, who were the generic goons that were always in every race. Then there was you, and then there was the main guy of the the area. So on a random note, hey Aaron, how's the how's the Peach Beach Splash going? Oh, it's going good. I've been uh, actually jumped online with uh, a couple of my friends, and it's been hilarious playing. I saw you got the uh, ultimate character pack. Yep. Not not the awakening. Yeah, of course, because you got to. I love the ultimate forms of uh, Miyabi and Yumi. Freaking Ice King Yumi. Or Ice Queen. But it was called Ice King in Japan. Yeah. There was actually a Rock and Roll Racing 2. I did not know that. It was on the PlayStation 1. Hmm. Oh, oh, in Europe, it was sold as Rock and Roll Racing 2 Red Asphalt. And in the US, it was just Red Asphalt. That's I, thought you, I thought you were going to say Red Asshole. I'm like, that's a name. <laughs> no, no I, I had no idea. I guess because I didn't recognize the name because it was just called Red Asphalt. I'm going to have to look that up. But yeah, and uh, now they're talking about like, oh, how's the main series of Sinra and Kagura? And it's pretty good. Um, actually, to add on about the game, I just got finished beating the story campaign for it. Which Which, one? Um, yeah, all of them. I saw you got the achievement for the Habijo. Yeah, I was not surprised by it all. Yeah, Habijo, Gessen, Crimson Squad, Hanzo, and then it opens up with the uh, uh, PBS Grand Prix, and that's like the end game, and that's like 14 episodes. Okay. And then you get to the end, and then there's a cutscene after the credits that says Cinder uh, and Kagura 7 EVE. Um, yeah, seven, and then it says E V E N at the end. So there's another game coming that continues the story. Hopefully, another new game because, like, I know, like, they because, like, the latest game that came out was the uh Burst Renewal, which was they which was the HD remake of the second game, I think. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's the one people were complaining about because that's the one that got delayed on PlayStation because they're taking out the the intimacy mode. So which I'm like I said I'm fine with because I never really liked the Mickey Mouse hands gropey thing. I don't like that. I thought that was weird. Actually, if it's not that long, uh, I'll post the trailer for it, the in-game or what well, the in-game cutscene. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, it's only what like fifty-seven something. Have you watched the OVAs at all? 
Oh uh, yeah, I watched them. They're actually not that bad. They hit uh, a lot of the characters like voices like spot on. Like it actually fits their attitude and personality. So I suggest that uh, if you guys have some free time, go try to check those out. Or if you're feeling thirsty. <laughs> or if you're feeling thirsty. Nope, Summer in Kagura 7. Don't know when the release date for that will be. Mm. I'd say... I don't think it'd be too far off, because, I mean, Burst Renewal is going to be out soon, and the Peach Ball is going to be out soon, so I'm, I'm sure they're working on it. They said for Summer Kagura 7, like, Asuka's uh, model got... Uh, Yes, currently in development for uh, PS4. Her model got revamped. Okay. Now, I kind of hope that, like, I mean, I don't have, I don't have a problem with the the graphics that the games have now, but I feel like they are getting kind of old because, like, um, because they basically use like the same models for like the past like four games. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, Sh- uh, Shinobi versus Estival versus Peach Beach, Peach Ball the reflections so yeah it's like yo can we get a little bit of a revamp please yeah, just a little bit i'm not saying go from like bomberman to bomberman zero revamp <laughs> yeah and besides that they're uh getting older now anyway technically so yeah you yeah. can tell if these are actually the graphics then it's they come a little bit uh, farther than they have with the other games. Like the lighting and the uh, colors are on um, Oscar are a little bit different. Yeah. I mean, everybody loved Bomberman Zero, right? There's an article that said it was coming out and coming in 2018, but the article was on August 1st, 2017. So. Yeah. So I like the idea and I like the aesthetic, but it did not play very well. What? Yeah, Bomberman Zero. Oh, that was like the really gritty re- reimagining of Bomberman. Yeah. Apparently, um, on a random note, apparently Kid Icarus was supposed to get that treatment too. Oh wow! Like before the 3DS game came out, like years ago, like somebody I think it was in like 2008. Like it was for the like they were gonna they were gonna try like reimagining the Kid Icarus series on the Wii, and mm-hmm. it was all like gritty and dark and stuff i'm like nah but let's see on that note i think we oh also one last thing uh so the uh, the undertale announcement that was a thing so that turned out to be this thing called delta rune and i played it i haven't finished yet uh but it's not bad. I like the combat system a lot better. Yeah. It's a chapter-based, almost episodic new game in the same universe, but it's not a direct sequel. It's yeah. like it's it's completely different uh, world with completely different events, but some of the same characters. Right. Yeah. And the combat system this time around is a Final Fantasy party-based, turn-based system, rather than the Earthboundy like system of the first of uh, Undertale, yeah, and it benefits from it because they use like they use that like very well because there's a lot of stuff that you can do in in combat. Yeah, 
Music's pretty good. Yeah. Music's pretty good. Except for a certain one that has basically become an earworm. Earworm? Where like it, it gets stuck in your head and you can't get oh. it out. Yeah. I, I feel that way with the um the town of hopes and dreams, because the the song that plays in there I like a lot and it reminds me of like something from Secret of Mana. Is it something like that? Fucking Lancer's theme. Hmm. Fuck that song and fuck that character. They're all, <laughs> they're all dumb and I hate them. He reminds me of Baby Bowser. Just more dumb. I was gonna <laughs> say another word, but I don't want I don't want to offend. <laughs> yeah, here's another article. Apparently they're supposed to be let's see, Simon Kagura series story will settle down after seven hopes of remaking SNK I mean SK two Deep Crimson. I never played that one. SK two, yeah. yeah. Wait, yeah, so first, what was Burst Renewal? Was Burst Renewal the no, it wasn't the first game. Uh, they oh, said they talked to the creator and the regular producer of the game, and they said uh, there were a lot of fans that started with uh, Sin and Kagura with Sin and Kagura Shinobi Versus. Yeah. There's some, uh, he's highlighting um, some of the stuff in the interview with the work on Sin and Kagura's remake, um, Burst Renewal. The developers felt that the story was a lot darker than they remembered. One of the topics brought up during the development of Simran Kagura Estival Versus was to not make it an easy game where you just mow down enemies. Since Simran Kagura's burst high difficulty was originally geared towards gamers, the developers decided to add more challenging actions to the remake. Uh, Simran Kagura's... Uh, uh, burst renewals, shinobi transformations are all made new forms from scratch. Wow. Uh, you'll get to use most of the accessories that you purchase from Estival Versus. Voicing from the original Burst is being used uh, for the remake. The story parts that were difficult to understand had reconsistent. Um, okay, you linked this article, right? Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, you don't have to read the whole thing. Um, speaking of reusing voice lines, so like, I wonder when the last time that new voice lines were recorded for Akira for Virtual Fighter. <laughs> because I don't know if you guys noticed, but when they showed his assist trophy in Smash Ultimate, he said the same thing that he says in his intro in DOA 5, which is the same thing from what Virtual Fighter 5? Yeah, I mean. Virtual Fighter is all about keeping things. I, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they they reuse a lot of voice lines and a lot of animations. It's like, why can't you just like chop it together like South Park did for Chef? <laughs> so yeah. On that note, I think we have. Exa- oh, okay. One last thing that Nate linked uh, the other day. So, do you hear about Konami? No, and the PT thing. Oh, I, I I read a little bit on that. It was like people like I don't. Know, maybe you can explain it better. It's like basically what it is like Konami is like sending out things that like make the consoles that have PT on it. it you basically wouldn't be able to like access it anymore. 
Yeah, people were assume or like were th- claiming that's what was going on, but Konami said they had no part in that. Yeah, and I'm just like, I don't know. It's like I understand because obviously I heard PT really good. I mean, like you and Nate have said so on, on this podcast, but it's like. I don't know. Is it is it a thing where it's like people should just? I'm not saying like like never give up, but it's like at this point it's like okay, PT's it's not Silent Hill's not coming. I mean, yes, but like I don't know. It's like I'm I'm pretty sure it's along just like the fact that the game aesthetically is like the best horror game, psychological horror, out in a long, long time. Yeah, if if. There is the capacity to do horror this the horror this right, then it should be done more and more often. Yeah. And we're trying to hold on to it for as long as possible because there hasn't been anything like this in a long time. It's like, hey Konami, you well, to be fair, it's like I don't know if I'd want Konami working on it now. Yeah. But I mean that the fan made one for PC is still there. You can still download that for free. Download that for free. I feel like a lot of the time, like we try to keep like a very neutral stance on this podcast when we co- when we talk about game developers and stuff. But there are some companies where it's like, yeah, you're kind of a shit. Yeah, a some bit. companies are just literally shooting themselves in the foot with a Gatling gun over and over and over again. EA. Yeah. Uh. Naughty dog. Have they? No, oh, no. I was saying that because they made Last of Us, and I hate Last of Us. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, the Crash remake was really good. Yeah, I played a bit of that. That was good. And Uncharted is still pretty good from what I remember. Yeah, your remake. Sure. Isn't the Spiral thing coming out soon? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's coming out, I think, next week-ish? I okay. forget. Yeah, Square Enix is kind of shooting themselves in the foot with some stuff. I mean, they got Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. It's like, dare I, like, I'll say this. Uh, like, I've said, I, I think I've said this before, but I, I'll say it again. Square Enix probably has two of the biggest, most anticipated games of anything, like, in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. Kingdom Hearts and the Final Fantasy VII remake. That's exactly. Delaying Final Fantasy remake up the wing wing because they know if they don't get that game right, they'll be right. Yeah. yeah. Because it's like that's that's the remake that like like a lot of I'm not gonna say everyone, a lot of people want. I mean, we've seen on freaking Twitter where like uh, this dude K Brad. Oh yeah, he, he was like he was like he literally was gonna go to their building and start banging on their doors, <laughs> demanding information on this Final Fantasy VII remake. So yeah. I'm not sure you guys actually played through all of Kingdom Hearts, but I saw in one interview oh. that they are trying so hard to even make the ecosystem around Aerith's house with the waterfall and the um, the flowers and everything, try to have that make sense for that area. How will the waterfall influence the area around the house to produce flowers and stuff like that? Even though Aerith was the uh, main cause for that, but yeah, they're well, trying to. It's good that they're trying to pay attention to detail like that. Yeah, but, yeah. Because it's like you know, there's there there are people they're like with like say the Final Fantasy VII remake, right? 
there are people who are going to go th- over that game with a fine tooth comb. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they, I believe the game is going to play a lot like Kingdom Hearts does now. The um, not with the whole Disney magic influence, but with the you know real time action and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the menu on the side. If you look at the uh, demo for it, like you had your um, um, you have the same menu that's off on the left hand side in the corner, right there for your like materia and your potion, mm-hmm. and like that. So. Mm-hmm. But one of these days, Aaron, one of these days that remake will be out. Something tells me it's not probably not going to come out until we get to like the next gen system. Something tells me that's probably going to happen. That's going to be a launch launch title for the PS5. Yeah. 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 I wouldn't expect it until 2020. At the very least. I I, I agree with that. Fucking irritates. Anyway. Yeah, because if they had that for a launch title. That'll help that console sell. Yeah. And it also help its reviews tank because people are probably going to bitch about it still because it's going to be a launch title for a new console that they haven't fully tested the the probabilities of. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's what always happens. Yep. Word of advice, kids. Never buy a console on launch day. Yep. Wait for reviews to come out for at least like a month or two months ago. All of a sudden, they're just like, "Oh, hey, it's like we're making the fun, like we're making the Final Fantasy VII remake. We're changing a bit of things. It's going to be Wii exclusive, <laughs> not Wii U. Wii. The, ori- the original Wii, along with you know the probably Just Dance 2030. Yeah. Why are we waking in a Wii excuses? Because that's the noise that we uh, we're going to make after we make the game and our company. You know, we're suiciding our company. We're just so we're all going to take we're... guns to our head on launch day of the game and go wee. Yep. Okay. So. On that note, I think we have finally exhausted our topic uh, supply for the week. Yes. So on that note, we'll start wrapping this thing up. Also because I'm getting hungry. Mm. So yeah, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow us on Anchor. We're on Anchor now, anchor.fm forward slash college cheese. All of our social media, Twitters, uh, Twitch channels, whatever, Tumblr, even though I don't, I never really use that site anymore. Mm. Uh, all in the description below. So be sure to check that out. Um, uh, we're on iTunes and Google Play and Spotify and Castbox or so wherever you can find a halfway decent podcast. You'll find us. I don't know why, mm. but yeah, you can leave us a ranking, leave us a star rating, and we'll push up up in the rankings. All that stuff makes us all very happy. You can donate money to us, dollar a month, five dollars a month, ten dollars a month. We would greatly appreciate it, and we would use that money to improve the podcast and any way shape or form you can tell us how uh verbally unarticulate we are yeah you know because we're basically like you know two acorns in an elevator just freaking bouncing all over the place <laughs> anyway two so, yeah. acorns in the elevator well, what about me or who am i am i the elevator are you trying to say i'm fat i mean i'm fat too i mean but that wait wait if you're inside the elevator that that's gross I retract my statement. Three acorns in an elevator then. Well, two acorns because we're not white. And a walnut. (laughs) 
score. On that note, I'm Al. I'm Joe. I'm clapping. Nice. And, yeah, we'll see you next week with episode 89. We are closing in on the triple digits. Don't know what we're going to do for episode 100 yet. No. Uh, So, yeah, bye. Bye. Bye.